I need more episodes of Letter Kenny. The but last need... one really pissed me off. Yeah, that ending was not as pleasing as I wanted it to be. No, it was fucking terrible. But the season as a whole was pretty good. Yeah, I can get behind that. Like just the thing, like the jokes that were made were fucking funny. The things that happened outside of the jokes was the plot line was not great, but I'll take the jokes. Try to crack an egg, bet you can't. (laughs) Fuck you, Shorzy. The the hockey scenes are some of the best in that one. Oh, I think there might be the best in the entirety of the show. He's just talking mad shit to the girls team. (laughs) I think my favorite quote from that show is still the Fuck you guys, your life is so pathetic, I fucking held a charity 5k to raise awareness for it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill me. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> oh my god. That show is, I don't know how that show is the funniest show in the entire world, but it is. It's fucking good. It's up there with like Always Sunny. Always Sunny is, might take the crown. Oh, I think it does, because it was a show that pioneered just psychopaths. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that that's actually probably because there were shows that were funny before that that were like a built around like just really awkward dynamics. But that one really pushed it all the fucking way over the edge. Yeah. And the fact that it's about Philadelphia, if you've ever been to Philadelphia, you know, the people and they're nice people. But that is a fucking aggressive group of humans coming out of Philly. It's hilarious. Yeah, and so it just hits that Philadelphia demographic so square on the head. It just gives it that extra level of like, oh, they, they yeah, that is exactly Philly. Yep, that's Philly. Flipadelphia. Philadelphia. Flip, flip, Philadelphia. <laughs> Good thing I had my pieces on me because I pulled out my guns and started blasting. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> but he's eating a fucking sandwich on live TV. <laughs> May I offer you an egg in these trying times? Yes. <laughs> Finn, please uh, don't start incredible. whining, dude. We're just going to turn into uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Letterkenny fan show. <laughs> I'm fine with that. We're just sit down and we watch an, an episode of each and then just commentary like over top of it, like Mystery Science Theater style. <laughs> what is up, you stale leftovers? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I am your host, the line outside of Macy's on Black Friday, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, uh, the exact same deals that you can just get on Cyber Monday and not wait in the line, uh, Matt. Matt, what is going on, my man? What's up, my dude? How, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was relaxing, except that it wasn't, and I had to go to four different places on Thursday. And yeah, then you told me about your Friday. Thanksgiving. You had to drive, like, a majority of that week. Yeah. We got That's in legit. Wednesday night. Uh, visited Wednesday, went a bunch of places on Thursday, went back to my parents, and left Friday at about 2 o'clock. I mean, that is just, that's the curse of American Thanksgiving, just just being on a Thursday permanently. Well, yes, but it also didn't help that Lauren had work on Saturday. Mm, Yeah, so your wife had to do her job. That makes sense. But it's always, like, thrown me that, like, oh, we're just going to say the last Thursday of November always thanksgiving never not thanksgiving let's go and like i'm cool with that just because i never have anything in the way of that but if people just have like normal jobs they have to do those like those things during the week that puts i could a not on stuff. imagine being a worker on black friday anywhere that would be a nightmare that is like a hundred percent the reason why i would never ever work in retail because every year around this time specifically this time of year in between thanksgiving and christmas your life has to just be a living hell 
I can't imagine dealing with all the fucking Karens of the world. Oh my god, every single angry white mother going into like a fucking Macy's or JC Penney's going to try to get something and it's not there and her just throwing a fit. Well, people have gotten trampled to death. People have gotten stabbed, shot, tasered by yeah, other like the fucking people. The Tickle Me Elmo era, like people died for that fucking stuff. Oh my talking god, doll. I remember that. And that thing was creepier than a motherfucker and people died for that yes like just imagine that we live in that society that yep instead of living like people will risk life and limb to get a child's toy it's basically like a real life purge yeah and just for a deal just for like saving 30 dollars not even yeah like Like, i've gone black friday shopping i've gone out thursday nights before i've done that to get like laptops and tvs but I was in like high school and college when yeah. when you were broke. Yeah, but I think I even then, the once on Black Friday. Now you can do it from the comfort of your friggin' pajamas. Yeah, I got it thirty percent off, and like I had to actually go get the TV, and like that was kind of a pain in the ass. I had to wait in lines, and it, I hate lines more than anything in the world. Like I refuse to go to amusement parks because I hate lines. You got to get the spend the extra like hundred dollars and get the fast passes when you do that. I'd rather just not go. Uh, see, roller coasters are too much fun. But I do, yeah, I now like, I like now you can get it shipped to your fucking house. You don't even have to, you have to walk to your door, and that's about it. Yeah, like oh yeah, all you have to do is just sit there and wait. You have to count seconds until they put it on a truck and then drive it to you, and then they give it to you, and you're like, oh well, thank you for that thing that I wanted. Yeah, it's crazy how many like how much money Amazon makes during this time of the year. In comparison to other times. Now, granted, they make a fuck ton of money all the time. Oh, yeah. It's just permanently infinite money for them. But this time, it's just, like, crazy. It's double infinite money for them during they, the yeah, holiday season. They hire so many additional, like, delivery drivers just for the season. Do they really? I guess they would need to hire more staff just because there is such a influx big of people influx buying of, yeah, people wanting to purchase things. Yeah. You want to talk about magic? Uh, you want to talk about the financial status of Amazon? And Jeff Bezos. Oh, it is actually we are the Fetch and Shock Jeff Bezos podcast now. We just gonna talk actually, about how he makes. He's way actually more coming money. on next week onto the podcast. Oh my God, he's our actually. I can't believe you spoiled our secret guest for next yeah. week. It's Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Jeff. Uh, well, I mean, like Amazon has Black Friday deals too, right? Yeah, or is it really Cyber Monday for them? It's probably just Cyber Monday shit. I feel like they probably just did it all weekend. Yeah, like there's places doing it like, oh, all month of November now is like you get crazy deals. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not even a point in going to get stabbed for Tickle Me Elmo because you can just do it the next day. Yeah. I would never buy another laptop on Black Friday for the mere fact of within a year, it's generally a piece of shit and way outdated. Yeah. I mean, that's just the nature of technology, too. Yeah. But you know what's a deal that you can get year round? Nope. Well, you don't even have to get stabbed for this, too, which is amazing. This is just something you can get 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you go to (laughs) FlipSideGaming.com, you can get to get 10% 10 off your order. Whatever you want. If you want to get some singles, you want to get some magic seal, you want to get some sleeves, you want to get a booster box to draft with your friends while they're home for for the holidays, you can do that. And it doesn't have to be Black Friday or Cyber Monday. You just go on the website. Cyber Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it's literally it's cyber century for you just every single day infinite time you just have to go on to the website go to checkout and use code fetch at checkout you get 10 percent off of whatever the hell you're going to order seems pretty good 
we are saving your lives. Two weeks ago, we saved you infinite money. Then we were giving you financial Millions advice. of dollars, actually. Yeah, literally thousands of millions of dollars. And now we're saving your lives. Yes, which arguably is priceless. I would say so. I, we are, we're, when are we going to become saints? I was about to Does say, that, we're on our way to sainthood. Is that something that happens? I think so. I love that. I well, there was so. actually, I, I, like, I don't actually give a shit about anything along those lines. But the, like, the Baltimore City, like, diocese or whatever it's called, um, they have, like, a bishop there. And he went to the Vatican to see the Pope, and he brought the Pope his own Ravens jersey signed by Lamar Jackson. That's pretty dope. It is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my entire I was like, that, that, this is the best thing ever. So if you had any any reason to not root for the Baltimore Ravens, that means you're rooting against God himself. <laughs> So good luck with that, bud. <laughs> yeah, have fun winning it. football games against God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess we could talk about magic now. <laughs> I'd rather talk about that than religion and fucking Baltimore Ravens. No, I would rather talk about the Ravens. Wait, I could we could do the the Fetch and Shock Baltimore Ravens podcast whenever they win the Super Bowl. I'd be I'd be you, cool with that. You could do the Fetch talk about the Ravens. Tedis Lunter, magic artist, famous for doing like almost all of the fucking invocations, like the Wrath of God one and stuff. Great digital artist. Also Baltimore Ravens fan, so. So a piece of shit. Don't buy his shit anymore. Whoa. 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 You can't say that. You can't do that. And I did. (laughs) So we have some, I mean, let's move on to magic stuff, I guess. We have some things to talk about. Um, Do you want to talk about the actual magic news that happened this week? Yeah, you can do that, I suppose. Sure, let's move into the Pioneer bands for this week oh thank fucking christ man the the weekly pioneer bands as if that's something that we're just we're not sick of talking about yet those things needed band let's be very honest about okay that's okay that's fair so what was band in pioneer it was once upon a time field of the dead and smugglers copter and in the little uh, article that ian duke puts out every monday um, he goes into at least a little bit more detail about why the things were banned. And for at least Smuggler's Copter and Field of the Dead, they were banned because either the aggro decks or the, like the combo-y decks were really stifling the development of control decks. And then Once Upon a Time was just making green decks too good and the ubiquity of green decks uh, with Once Upon a Time was kind of taking over the format. So for format diversity, Once Upon a Time was banned. What all of this reads is that they are... They want control decks to be a part of this. Yeah, they don't want just lands decks. And the thing about lands is they only ever get better. They are never going to get worse. They're going to print more and more lands. Yeah. It's going to be easier to make lands decks. I wish it would be cool if they like restricted it, like restricted Field of the Dead. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of like that. And then you just like the only way to really ensure that you like win with that is if you do like a scape shift kind of thing. And even then, that's you could still just lose to a rat. Yeah, you could still just like get wrecked, yeah. But yeah, they're I not mean, gonna do the the restricted thing. No, never. You make a really good point though, saying that lands only get better because that's true. Like unless you ban, like there's a two card combo with like one land and another land, and you ban one land, then I guess the other land shut down. But yeah, lands are never gonna get worse. Besides, like depending on what's put in the format. Well, unless talking about lands, straight, I like, do want wasteland. I saw decks that were running that new uh, Lotus Veil. I forget what the name of it is. but Ooh. It, And Thespian Stage to just make stupid mana. That's sweet. Yeah, because Thespian Stage just becomes a copy of it. 
Yeah. So you don't have to sacrifice it because it's already on the battlefield. That's pretty cool. I like yeah, that. I that, like that, that gets me well, it's not degenerately broken. It's just like, hey, I'm going to make a bunch of mana. Yeah, whatever you can do with that mana. Also, that like that that is some steps to get to that. But just the it is in theory very very small. Yes. But yeah, I but yeah, and then Smuggler's Copter, that card should have never been printed. It's in that, that list so of just things that are so hard to answer. Yeah, you put answers mm-hmm. in your deck, guess what? It still fucking digs for cards. Oh yeah. It still filters. It's super aggressive. Literally well, can be played in any deck with creatures. Yeah, it's one of those things where they were they're toying with a new mechanic and trying to push to see exactly how powerful it can be. And without them having the information of the entire Magic the Gathering community behind them, they were like, okay, this card's fine, and then printed it. And then people got a hold of it and realized, oh, no, 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 this card is fucking gross. So we're just going to go ahead and bust this thing wide open. Because I mean, they never had anything quite like uh, Crew, before in Magic. So this is, that was completely uncharted territory. Yeah, that loots for literally doing nothing but attacking or blocking, which is what you're going to do anyway. Yeah. I think if it didn't have that ability and it was just a 3-3 for Crew 1, that's a little different. Yeah, 3-3 flyer for Crew 1, I think that would be fine. But the fact that it draws you a, a, kind of, it kind of draws you a card, filters your draw. Yeah, Yeah, that is just very, very powerful. And then once upon a time, I don't think that needs any X explanation of why that got banned oh yeah free spells and it's just like a green draw spell like that's fine that's just something that's cool instant dig five to find something man like that card i think just on its surface was just so so powerful how can you even put up with it i did call that 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 card was going to be very good yeah oh yeah that card's like just nuts just reading it you're like wait hold on what does it do (laughs) like you have to reread it multiple times can literally play it for free turn one but here's my thing, too. After these ban and restriction announcements came out, I had a revelation. And I think I am done thinking about decks that I would want to play in Pioneer until we get out of this, like... The only way that I can describe it is, like, a beta test for Pioneer, is what it seems like. Like, people yeah, are they're working done. out the quote-unquote bugs for the format... Once all the bugs are worked out and it is ready for the full release, then I'm in for Pioneer. I will keep an eye on Pioneer and I will look at the bands and look where the format's at, but I am not going to actually play Pioneer again until we're out of this like quote unquote beta test stage. See, I agree with you, but then again, I don't agree with you. Um, I bought stuff for blue white control that they're not going to ban. If they do ban something, it'll be uh, three ball to fairy. Oh, that card's really good. But that's. The deck doesn't rely around that, where some of these decks are literally... probably not long for this world, too. Well, it's been taking a long-ass time. I believe you and Beatty were like, oh, it's getting banned next week. (laughs) No, I did not say... It's been two months. I gave it six months, though. We're in month three, boy. Uh, We're in month, like, two and a half. When did Pioneer come out? I don't know. Somebody's going to have to fact-check us on that. (laughs) I'll fucking fact-check it right now. No, I think that card. Is, I think that card is very good. I haven't seen Treasure Cruise pop up in as many lists, though. So maybe I was wrong about Treasure Cruise. <laughs> October twenty first. Yeah, so we're like two two months and a in a week. There's still a lot of time, I'll and I don't month. even. I don't think the format's even going to be close to done banning for another at least two to three months, maybe longer. I think they said twenty twenty is when they're going to be done doing the bannings. 
The weekly bannings. The weekly bannings? I think that's going to be attended. Like, I think that is going to be something that has changed. Well, they knocked out a bunch of the super strong, broken shit. Yeah, the very obvious stuff, sure. But I think there's still a lot of ground to cover. Like, there there are still cards that were banned in their standard formats. They're still legal in Pioneer. Namely, Dig Through Time and Treasure Cruise. Those were not banned in their standard formats. Oh, no, they weren't. They were banned during their time in standard. In yes, other in other formats. And we still have Nexus of Fate in Pioneer. I don't think that's an issue. Oh, I think that card could potentially be oh, a big, big problem. A lot of counterspells and a lot of good counterspells in Pioneer where there wasn't in that standard format. But I think the combination of Nexus of Fate and Dig Through Time is a very, very powerful combination. Well, Dig Through Time is objectively powerful, and so is Treasure Cruise, but... So is Nexus of Fate, honestly. They're not being broken, that's what I mean. Broken yet, but we, again, we just went through a Monday of bannings. Yeah, like, we'll see. The format's got to figure I, it out after that. Some of the, the things that made those cards so good are fetch lands, super cheap cantrips. Yeah, but we also have this format, what is just, just slower than the formats that those cards were, banned it initially. Those cards turn Thoughtscour into a cantripping Dark Ritual. Do you understand oh, yeah. that? Oh, yes. I Yeah, I totally get that. And fetch lands, that takes out a good chunk of cards. Yeah, but you, but you have to admit that, this, that Pioneer as a format is much slower than exactly. the formats that it was in. Exactly. I don't think they're overpowered. They're I think, very good. I think, I think the power level is still there. Just people are not interacting with it as quickly. And I think with bands like Smuggler's Copter and stuff, they are that is stymieing the aggressive decks, which is going to make Dig Through Time more powerful. Like Mono Black Devotion was the best deck in the format when Smuggler's Copter was a thing, just because Mono Black could just get in there and kill you before you even got to a chance to cast your Dig Through Time. But when you start getting to the point of the format where people are getting to cast their Dig Through Times and their Treasure Cruise, that's when we get to see how busted those cards actually are. Here's my theory. You can agree or disagree with it. Dig Through Time is good in combo decks. There are not very many combo decks. Okay. Treasure Cruise is really good in prowess-type decks where you want to cast a lot of spells, and once they're in your graveyard, it's just fodder to refill your hand. There's or not a lot that, of those in Pioneer either. I would say that, that Treasure Cruise is good in decks that just, in the light game, want more cards. Like, any control deck would probably want something. Control decks actually do not play Treasure Cruise. Do they play they Dig? They play Dig Through Time because it's instant. Oh, that makes sense and to you me. get the choice of seven cards. So, I, okay, then maybe, like I said before, I think they could ban Treasure Cruise and or uh, Dig Through Time and not Treasure Cruise. I think Dig Through Time is probably just good because of the speed of the format, which it's being pushed toward. It's possible, but I don't see it happening. Not anytime soon. Yeah, I think Dig Through Time is probably not too much longer in the format, but I guess we'll see. Again, I'm not going to be playing this format, and at least until... If you said that they're done doing the weekly bans... Um, they did, I thought I saw that somewhere where there's like a date where they're like, Hey, uh, once this hits, we're not going to do uh, like weekly bans unless there's like an emergency banning. I could be wrong. Sure. I no, they very well might be. That. You could, yeah, but I, I can't, I can't tell you that you are wrong or that you're right. But once we get to that point, I will be happy to start actually playing this format because then I don't have to worry about the deck that I'm playing being built a certain way to beat the format or a deck that I'm playing losing an entire card because of a band. I do like the way they did this, though. Um, they want to see what actually is broken and what is not. There's yeah. stuff, oh, there was I, stuff I, on the I, modern ban list for a very long time that uh, did not need to be on the ban list. Fucking Wild Nakato was on the ban list. Yes. I mean, and to a lesser extent, like, Bloodbred Elf. 
Yeah, Blood Raid Elf, Jace. Um, yeah, Jace. Ancestral Visions. Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah, well, that one's relatively... But, but I mean, look at the splash it's having in Modern. Yeah, Not... There's only been one thing that's come off the ban list that went back on the ban list. Troll, right? Grave Troll, yeah. Yep, Golgari Grave Troll. But I do agree the way that they're doing it, the way that they're rolling it out, it's just like, okay, the format, we know that we don't want fetch lands, everything else, free game, you guys figure it out. And as you guys are figuring it out, we will cut things out. I really do like the way that they said they set out to do it. That does not mean that I want to play that format where I have to worry about a deck that I really am invested into getting banned because that's how I like to play formats. I like to get really into a deck and get really proficient with that particular deck. Other people like to just play whatever is out there that is good. Besides the cat combo, there's only been one card. Well, we everyone knew the cat combo wasn't going to stay around, but there's only one card that's been banned that actually like shut off a deck. And that was the Field of the Dead. Yeah, well, what about the energy card? What energy card? Didn't a Tomb with Aether get banned? I think, are you talking no, about no, Othanissa? No, no, Othanissa is the one that's banned. That's so the Tomb one. with Aether is still there. Yeah, it's the the Othanissa, which lets you play five-color Planeswalkers. Yes, that is... On curve, without giving a fuck about your mana. Well, speaking of Tomb with Aether, you think energy is something that can probably be a thing? I don't think it's good enough. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if they're... But when they weed out... Um, all of the like the a busted aggressive stuff and all the combo stuff. Do you think it will maybe find a home? I think it could. It's possible, but um, it's not very great. The best thing you can get are some Ulamogs and Emrakuls, and there's a lot of bounce spells in this format. One of which being, two of which being named Teferi. Yeah, just laughs in your fucking face. It's like, okay, yep, I'll tuck your creature. I'll destroy that. Good luck. Teferi's just such a bossin' magic card. And the three mana and the five mana, honestly, they're both just so good. The three mana is way better. Mm-hmm. That deck just shuts off control decks. I'm really surprised that one's still here. It really hasn't made that big of a splash in the format, honestly. Well, it was. It literally protects combos. It's. The I mean, best but that version. card by on its surface, disgusting magic card is so good. Yeah, it's not. You can't play spells unless it's your turn. You can only play spells as though they were a sorcery. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, yeah. the card is a good. fun little interaction that actually shuts off um, ancestral visions. Yeah, because it's cast it. Well, in I mean, that's not in pioneer, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm um, just in general. It like there's a lot of shit like that. It's like, oh fuck, yeah, yeah cast your spell for sure. But now that we're talking about this, I think this is a good segue. Now that we're talking about the kind of like power levels of cards, there has been some discussion recently on the effect that power creep has had on specifically white cards in magic. And this was actually brought up to us uh, by friend of the podcast, Dave Morris. So shout out to Dave. Um, And he was asking us uh, about discussing kind of the issue with how to fix white as far as it relates to the power creep of other colors, at least in standard printings. And I guess Modern Masters is another like pseudo eternal printings of cards. Just white just doesn't seem to be getting that much love. No. And I think there's a reason for that. I would love to hear the reason because this was actually something that I thought was going to be good to talk about because I am very pro white and Matt is on the other side of the fence. White is hands down the best support color. Hands down. It has fucking haymaker hate cards haymakers sure rest in peace stony silence those are two of the best fucking cards Leyline of sanctity oh it i literally... can name a million 
hate yeah. mirror cards that you can All use. All these enchantments cards. literally just shut decks the fuck down. Yeah. There are games of magic where you could go turn two Stony Silence or turn two Rest in Peace and win on and, the spot. And they just can't do anything. Yeah, I agree with that. But the uh, you just said it's the best support color. Yes, I don't think I think that they were moving towards that uh, to begin with. Well, it's I, one of the five colors of magic. I don't think you want one of the five main components of your game to only be there as a supplementary thing for whatever the other four fucking colors are doing. I think that's a bad look. Just because you can't play mono white? No, just because you are labeling a color as lesser than the other four. I didn't say it was lesser. It's. I mean, that is apparently what the term support color means, though. Because it's like, only there as a supplement to the main that support, other color. Though, some of those decks would suck big bag of dicks. Sure, but it still can't be a primary color, is what you're saying. It's not true. I said it's the best support color. I didn't say it couldn't be a primary color. I mean, but the term support. Well, to, let's be fair. White is not a primary color. Uh, hashtag art degree. <laughs> <laughs> but. You're the worst. <laughs> I know. I think. One. White is fine. I did see some things where it can't draw cards. Okay, cool. White shouldn't be able to draw cards. Granted, they've been fucking with the color color pie. Almost every now, other color has had a yeah, card that, recently they draw. Now cards. they now they can. And you asked me before what's the best draw spell in white, and it really is Stoneforge Mystic. That's the best draw spell, in my opinion. There's a couple other ones. We'll we'll There's... talk about that in a little bit. Well, let's continue to talk about what are the issues with white and what can we do to bring white to at least the same level as the other colors. Because I don't think that they are. That white, white is, is that level. I hate color. It is to cut people out of games. It is to get in there before they can do anything and lock them out. What is the main theme with white? I'll answer for you. Fucking hate bears. No, hate I think the cards. main theme in white is balance. Not the card, but the concept of balance. I know, yeah, I know what you meant. So you're that balancing. Is the best white card ever printed, though, by the way. Yeah, best. Yeah, <laughs> balance is a very, very good magic card. Um, especially in white. Ah, Swords of Plotters might be better than balance. Definitely not. I don't know. That, that's a discussion for another day. But uh, white, I think white, the main focus should be the balance of boards. So even just using the card balance as an example, it brings a parity to everything that's going on. So everybody has the exact same amount of resources when balance resolves. They should use that concept, maybe not to the extent of balance, because that card's obviously far too good. But just that concept of balance to be used and a concept of, like, order in that same sense of balance. Like, Thali is a great example of that. Like, oh, we're playing creatures now. So if you want to not do that, you have a a tax, quote-unquote tax, to pay. So shout out to Death and Taxes. And there are a million other cards that do that kind of balance thing where we're bringing the game to the level that, uh, to the base level of how we're going to play it. So there's cards that make you only draw one card per turn with like the Edelon. There's another Edelon that says you can only play one spell per turn. Um, what is it? Deafening Silence says you can only like, you can only play one non-creature non spell per turn. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a good, that's a core concept of white card, but we're just not seeing that being like flexed as much as we're seeing other core concepts in magic. There is also a way that you could play, like could make white draw spells. Like you can make w- green ones. Look at that. What's the one beast hunter or whatever it's called. It's literally just a four mana creature with a uh, glimpse of nature is the card. Oh, that's not a four mana spell. No, that there's a creature that just printed with literal gl- glimpse of nature on. Oh, uh, glimpse of nature is just better. It costs one mana. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, they they printed a green creature recently with literally the text of Glimpse of Nature on it, which is whenever you cast a creature spell, draw a card. So green has draw. So you can't say that like, oh, well, that's not a typically a green thing to do. Well, it, but it is now. It has something added on where it's not just draw a card. Yeah. You have but to you do could, something. You could do a creature that's kind of like uh, like Ristic Study, that if when an opponent casts a spell, if they don't pay that one, you draw a card. I think that'd be a-okay. Like Ristic yeah, Study is a that. white card. See, one of the thing that I thought would be best for drawing cards, because that's where it really comes down to, where white loses to other colors, but I think they have better hate permanents and shit like that. So there is balance in between there. It's just a different type of balance. If you want to specifically just talk about card drawing ability, yes, very clearly white is lacking in that aspect. I think it's it's lacking in a bunch of aspects, but I'm saying that if well, you're what other give aspects are it actually to, lacking in? Well, at least with direct removal spells, white does not have it anymore. Not even in the slightest. Everything is sorcery speed and like three mana. Like just removal does not exist in white. the Pass. creature size in white. Wow. It's all been moved. I mean, again, no, I'm talking about, we're talking about recent printings. We're not talking about past printings. Because if we went into hold that whole thing, White has Balance, White has Swords of Plowshares, White has Path of Exile, White has a bunch of fucking really powerful cards. But in the Everything current is three mana. The only one mana good removal spell that's been printed recently is Fatal Push. Every, yeah, but we've then, also had like a Braid printed recently. Which like is a red thing. thing. That's a red thing. Yeah, but that card's still nuts. Yeah, but if that was in White and it said two mana... You have Deccan Stone, for example. That's a two-mana exiles a bunch of creatures. Exiles, yeah, a bunch of copies of creatures. I wouldn't say a bunch of creatures. Well, no. Well, it hits everything. It's just, yeah, but if it does hit each copy of it, it is a path-like effect. There's other shit. It's just, they just can't, they can't reprint path or swords. Because people lose their fucking minds. But But they're also not giving white any power level in any other context of the game um remove or sweepers uh they have the best sweepers in like how recently what sweepers have they had uh Ixalan. are you talking about the settler wreckage yeah that that's an instant speed basically sweeper sure but even with that like okay you're naming one card out of every other card that magic has gotten like well, that's I, what I would I'm say saying. they have you can't they even have print, sweepers like, they might not have spot removal anymore they have sweepers. I agree that they uh, do not have... Recently, they haven't printed good spot removal for that. They really haven't printed good cheap spot removal outside of Fatal Push that is one mana. Oh, they're not going to ever reprint spot removal that's one mana. That's what I mean. Like, they tried with Fatal Push, and they're like, hey, this is really fucking good. Yeah, but they're moving towards the two mana removal spells. But the two mana ones that have happened recently, like a braid, like... Uh, Assassin's That's Trophy. That's not recent. The most recent one is Assassin's Trophy. Is Assassin's a Trophy. vintage like playable card. Yes, it's it hits all purple, and that kind of has the black green. It's abrupt decay. Only it you can counter it, and it doesn't destroy. It exiles, or no, sure. it destroys. It doesn't exile. It destroys. Yeah. So spot removal. I think white could get another card, but anything two mana. Everyone's just going to say, oh, this isn't good because they're used to the fucking bee's knees of removal. They're used to plow and path, which are literally the two best spot removal spells. I'm saying like even for the context of like Pioneer, we could use more like cheap two mana mana removal spells. Like besides just deck and stone for white in a braid 
and assassin's trophy and like what doom blade and murders effects yeah, I think you get into weird things where if every color has every card like that's not as fun like i like no. the color identity of things well that's what i'm saying is just the... trying to give everything to every color it's like okay well this is no longer fun it's just pick a fucking color and go with it it doesn't really matter at that point well the card identity for what i think is the main issue is that the card identity for white has always been like enchantment matters uh life gain st- like kind of like parallel effects like balance effects where enchantments are the weakest card type in all of magic so either bump up the power level enchantments or just fucking start forgetting about it like enchantments has, are the weakest yeah you, like and i think that's by a country mile i don't think it's particularly close in the slightest life gain just inherently is not good like the second you start getting magic then you realize oh gaining life doesn't matter so stop making that a thing like sure it could be a passive thing but like that shouldn't be a main focus on a color because it doesn't actually matter and not anymore it used to though yeah sure it used to but with and then with the balance effects make better either, either make better hate bears or just if you're going to lean white into like the aggressive like go wide strategy make better aggressive creatures see i agree with the go wide aggressive creatures like savannah lines shit like that they have I've done that. They reprinted Savannah Lions three different times by now. There's many one mana, two one creatures. However, there's a lot better creatures in, in other colors. Look Not at fucking Chain Whirler. Red. Chain Whirler's the yeah. best aggressive creature. Let me ever let me printed. go back to the hate bears thing. I think they should not make hate bears better because that you play a very fine line where then you're gonna start getting hate bears banned because there's not a hate bear that's like, oh, this is so fucking overpowered. It's miserable to play against. Yeah, but there's still I other things that they could put on hate bears that as long as the spell, as long as it says spells can still kill this creature, hate bears will never be overpowered ever. Like what do you, what, what hate bear would you like to see printed? I would like to see a rhystic study on a creature. I think that's fine. Yeah, I would, but like, like wizards is never going to do something like that is my thing. And like the fact that we're having this conversation and you on the not white side and me on the white side are saying, yeah, that would be totally okay means that they just need to put more effort into printing these creatures. Yeah, I'm not saying that I personally don't think white is the worst color. I don't like it. Uh, There are definitely weaker colors. Although, to be fair... To be fair! I Green, for a long time, was the shittiest of colors. And then people were like, hey, let's fucking bump up green, and then all this shit gets banned from green. I have a feeling that that may happen with white if they try to too aggressively... Make I would it. be cool with that because then, I mean, it would it would affect legacy and it would also in affect maybe the mentality that they're looking at white and them at least focusing on it and maybe pushing it too far is better than them not looking at it at all. I'm saying I think white is fine and very well balanced with every other color minus the ability to draw a card. I was talking to you before yeah. the podcast. There is one thing that they could do that would be perfectly fine. Two mana sorcery spell, uh, one colorless and a white. Um, if an opponent has more cards in their hand than you do, draw two cards. Yeah, and that was something. Yeah, that is something that we did talk about right before. Of how can we put maybe a draw aspect onto white, and that does fit into the balance category of it. Because there was another conversation on Twitter saying, "Oh, what is the best draw spell in each color?" And people were saying the red ones, like pretty obviously, Wheel of Fortune or Faithless Looting or something like that. You got like Wheel ancestral of Fortune. recall out of blue. Do not ever compare 
Wheel of Fortune and Faithless Looting in the same sentence again. Well, I mean, it's people coming from different worlds, right? Faithless Looting is on the <laughs> I, level of I will respect fucking Wheel from, like, of Fortune. The modern, the modern wheelhouse as far as the wheel wheelhouse. Yeah, if you're going to talk modern, yeah, that's fine. Just don't randomly throw a fucking Wheel of Fortune in there <laughs> and think that it's the same as Faithless Looting. Oh, it's definitely not the same. No, Wheel of Fortune is significantly better. But I, I, I will respect that opinion if you're coming from a different world. Um, but there's also, like, Blue, you have, like, Recall. If you're coming from, like, a modern aspect, you have Opt and Thought Scour and shit like that. Uh, if you're coming from a black aspect, there's like a million different ones you could probably choose. Uh, like, well, Bob Knights is Whisper. probably arguably the best. Which one? Bob. Yeah, but Dark Confidant's a really good one. Knight's Whisper is like a just generic draw card. Um, if you really want to go deep on it, Necropotence. That's a pretty good one. That's modern. And right now, Bolus is Citadel? <laughs> is that a draw spell? No. Yes, that card's very fucking good. And then green, you have things like... Uh, I mean, you have like once upon a time you have ancient stirrings yeah before that it was ancient stirrings that was it that's all they really had and to be fair I mean, it's fucking really good i mean there's other things that green wants to do like uh like far seek searching walk. lands yeah ramping i think you're still drawing a card though you got ramping and you got big fucking dumb idiots who just smash and i guess the question was with that what are i mean also you have uh you have uh glimpse of nature in green like that's a real very 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 powerful draw spell yeah that that card was also a very clearly mistake though like that yeah but i mean but it's a card that is still legal in multiple formats it's legal in legacy and and legacy commander too i think right <laughs> if you want to do that thing does it really fucking matter if it's probably legal not in that but then what are the white like what's the white answer for that and there were a couple like recurring comparison? ones like people were saying land tax as the as as their white one. I'm like, ah, sure, yeah, that's fine. I I don't hate that. But also, you have to wait an entire turn cycle for that to be a thing. Um, there is that new enchantment. I forget what set it's from, but whenever someone else draws a card, it's not really drawing cards. You make it gold, but it ramps fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah, it's smothering tides. That yeah, tides. Yeah, tides. Tides. It's my it's the lack of tooth. I can't pronounce things correctly. So. <laughs> There are things that try to balance it out, but there's not just like a raw, I'm going to draw cards. And no, I don't the, think that that's been white's color identity ever. And it's not. And there have been some cards that have kind of moved to like a kind of value-y, cantrip-y thing. You mentioned before, Stoneforge Mystic does that really, really well. That probably is the best. Modern era cards, um, even legacy era, like is white the best card white card. Spell? Yeah, that's the best. Probably the best uh, white creature, arguably. Yeah. The best white creature. Uh, yeah, Thalia's up there. There Thalia are a couple other up ones. There. I'm just saying yeah. that it basically cantrips, is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure, Only sure, instead sure. of cantripping, you get to go fucking tutor. Yeah, other options with that are kind of like, uh, yeah, like Thraben and Investigator for one mana. Um, Knight of the White Orchid's pretty good. So um, that go get to basic planes if your opponent controls more lands, white, white. 2-2 mm -hmm. two, mm -hmm. two first strike. That's the one. Fucking come to daddy. <laughs> this isn't this isn't accumulated knowledge get your boner down yeah but <laughs> there are white and another color cards um like you got knight of the reliquary yeah there's pseudo other really good yeah you got other stuff i don't think and i don't think i would like if they would just print some raw fucking ancestral type card where it's hey draw three cards yeah no i don't think i would like that either one thing that would be cool 
Um, kind of like the balancing act of, hey, if you have more cards than me, I'm going to draw cards. Or if it's, um, they did this before with, uh, hey, if you have X or more life, you get a fucking awesome bonus. Yes, with, they did do like, that. Like that 1-1 one, one, uh, that turns into a fucking 6-6 six, six flunk. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Ascendant. Ascendant. Yeah. Sarah Ascendant, yep. It would be cool if they did something like that that was, if it was like a one in a white, if you have 30 or more life, draw three cards. Sorcery. Ah, see, 30 or more life is so fucking lame, though. Because it's only a commander card at that point. No, it's not. I mean, but then you have to put in a fucking lot of work to gain that 10 life. Or if you have kind of, more life like than your all. starting lo- life total. How about that? Uh, that's. I think basing it off of life total is shitty. I don't like but that. White does that, and there's a lot of other things. Or if your opponent has... Things with white, though. That's my thing. Take out the life gain and make it pass if you did say that before. Yeah, or stop making it like a life gain matters thing. I think that's shitty. I don't well, like that as white at all. I do like the balancing thing, but I think if you do that and, like, the card thing would probably work. Um, if you're going off, like, their life versus your life, that gets real mm-hmm. sketchy because then there's Death Shadow just plays fucking white. And it's, hey, you have more life than me. I get to draw cards. Yeah, I get that's... a free, but I literally get a bonus for something that I want to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. So that makes black and white play together really well, which I kind of think is a cool dynamic anyway. But yeah, but like you don't want it to be too powerful, I guess, is the point you're trying to make. So I think that's where the balancing act comes in. I do think that the cards in hand is probably the easiest one um, because that does let you go fast and wide. It lets you play a lot of low drop creatures and kind of lets you, which if that's what white wants to do, they just... I think the biggest issue is they need to pick a direction they're going to go with and his go color with identity and go with it. Because yes. if you look prior to modern, what were rituals? They they're all black. made black. They're Every single black. ritual. And then they're like, hey, let's turn this, this on red... and done and let's make this red. Yeah, this is a way red thing. And they haven't fucking turned back since. Nope. If they want to do something like that, go for it. Lean into it, but make I sure mean... it's not ridiculous even in the most recent set the most recent ritual we have is only a couple months old and it's red yeah i think with white i think if you're going to make it do any kind of cantrippy kind of thing the way to do it is like you said with some kind of check like the knight of the white orchid it looks to see if your opponent has more lands if they do go get a land cool great or do something like the thraben investigator thing where it comes in and then at some point in time you can cash it in for a card they, they did try to do that with that Prince, whatever card that was. Uh, when it comes in, it has three abilities. Oh, like Charming Prince with a Scry. Yeah. Instead of Scry, it could do Scry 2, draw a card. Yeah. Or Ooh, draw a card, Scry 1, or like an op, something like that. That would have been really cool. I mean, I love Charming Prince as it is, and I was actually playing that in Legacy. A, but as I'm a saying they could do something like that on a creature. They could do that. That is Which actually super in the white ability. That is something like, that is definitely an option. Some of my favorite creatures are the creatures that are, are modal, like uh, Knight of the uh, Knight of Autumn. Knight of Autumn. That's it. Yeah. You can choose one of these three things. Okay. Hey, this creature comes in. You can choose non-creature spells cost one more, or non-white spells cost one more, or oh. gain two life. Or, that would hey, be a freaking awesome card. Let's draw a card. Like, it just cantrips itself. Something like that. Let's do, like, a three-mana card. Let's do a three-mana 2-2. Two, two. And it says, 
It has one moments. white white. It is one, one white white. white. When it enters the battlefield, you scry two cards, draw a card, or one white white enters the battlefield. Uh, it would have to be other... the other way. Scry two, draw a card is preordained, and that is too good for modern, I think. For I one do... white white, though? Uh, maybe not, I guess. One white white on a 2-2. Two, two. I think that would yeah, be totally fine. Three mana doing it, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's not ridiculous. Yeah, so you have three modes. You have the one mode does the scry two, draw a card. The next mode does um, creatures you control or other creatures you control get a plus one, plus one, because that's very white. Yeah, Anthem effect. It's just glorious Anthem on a creature on a 2-2. Two, two. For three mana is actually yeah. kind of shitty, though. I mean, but that would still be a relevant ability on the card. No, no, no. I, I agree. I'm just saying yeah. like that. And then you could do the third mode be like destroy, destroy target, target artifact. artifact or enchantment. Or return artifact or enchantment from your graveyard to your hand. Yeah, something like that. Like that card would be so good. I would play that card. Yeah, Just those... having the options of the white things to do on a card would be so sick. Yeah, and I think if they would lean into doing that, that's fine. Or, or it's something like, hey, if your opponent controls more land, go get a basic. Yeah, just pull like the Night of the White Orchid thing. Or actually what I'm thinking is if your opponent has more cards than you, draw a card. If your opponent has more lands than you, go get a basic. If they can have more life than you, gain three life or something. Oh, so kind of like all a... Three uh, of them. It checks all three of them. If any of those things are true, those all trigger. Qualifies. One of them, each one would trigger for each uh, if. Fucking timely reinforcements. That is the most white card ever. Yeah, I like that. Like that style of thing. That is so good. Fuck yes. So we fixed white wizards. You're welcome. Yeah, fucking figure it out. Uh, you can make is... that, that check payable to on Twitter at its bop. No, 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 no. You you make that check payable to at fetch underscore shock and then just sponsor us. You post it. Just post the web. Just post the 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 podcast on the mothership and we'll just have all the so fucking viewer dollars. Stop playing in. magic. So many make... people would say, no, no fuck not yourself. True. We're not playing magic anymore. We're going to make a Patreon and all of the people who are subscribing because we fixed white are going to be like, oh, we, these guys deserve a hundred of our dollars per month. And they're just going to start feeding us money. I'll let that roll to you, dog. <laughs> so that's the plan. We fixed, we fixed the color of white and now we're going to collect our millions. Uh, <laughs> of pesos. Of Canadian dollars. We're, we're playing with Monopoly money. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I guess there's one more thing I guess we, we got to talk about on this lovely evening. Yeah, so we got our stipulations for the final round of the Content Creator Community Cup for our deck building. And it is a spicy one. So our stipulation for this round is 60 cards singleton. And we can only make a deck out of cards from two sets. And our two sets are Throne of Eldraine and Guilds of Ravnica. And it's the standard ban list. Um, and we cannot have multiple cards like uh, Seven Dwarves and shit like that. So that so we have to somehow build a 60 pile of cards from these two sets. I still think the best is going to be just to fucking make a mana curve. Uh, maybe have some synergies, some pump spells, and just fucking put them to zero yeah you think that that's where this is heading a 2-2 on turn two is still pretty decent a 2-2 on turn two will still swing for two on turn three yep i think uh getting that curve down maybe a little bit of disruption or some burn to kind of finish her off sure well my initial thought when hearing our stipulation was guilds of ravnica is built around 
the, the guilds, right? Yes. So those cards are focused towards the power level of those guilds instead of individual, like, five-color power level. So if we stick with the guilds, we're going to have at least a little bit more focused of a deck. And the best guilds in that format, in my opinion, were, like, is it and Demir? Yes. Uh, this is also going to be Singleton, which... And that's the point you brought I up, yeah. I think does matter. It's very hard to have a control deck in a Singleton format outside of Commander where you get some very fucking powerful cards to help with. And you're playing against four other people. Yeah, we just don't get the... Uh... We don't get the ability to have the redundancy as far as those go. I'm thinking either hyper aggressive or like a salt, just solid mid range, good stuff that will get the job done. I do kind of like the aggressive, pretty, just a fucking blunt object that's going to bash fate. Yeah, so I don't always need to kill people with a samurai sword. Sometimes a fucking roofing hammer will work. (laughs) Roofing hammer. Well, so the guilds that we have to work with, as far as Guilds of Ravnica goes, are Demir, Izzet, Gruul, Celesnia, and Golgari. So just we also one don't have no. Go ahead. We don't have any stipulations outside of the sets. No. Yes, which is I think besides the singleton thing, distinction. Yeah, it's a free for all. So and so out of those sets, if we're ta- if we're going just the we want to turn dumb idiots sideways. I mean, that is just the moniker of Gruul, right? Gruul or uh, Boros. Or oh, Boros fucking... is in that too. Not Gruul. It is Golgari and Boros. Yeah, there's not much crossover there. Or if it was Gruul and Golgari, you could cross that over. Yeah, it's not. Or so Boros we don't have, Gruul, we don't have access to the, to the Gruul stuff. Gruul is in... Uh, the next Ravnica. Yeah. So we, I mean, we could do Celesnia. We could just go do the go wide strategy. I think that's kind of hard with Singleton as well. There's, I mean, but there's some decent power level as far as the crossover between uh, Boros and Celesnia. I think the game plan should be, what are the best 40-ish cards from these two sets? Yeah, just narrow it down from there. Can we then go from there? Okay, which one has the most? Which one has the second most? Is that a deck? I don't think we necessarily have to stick with a guild or a themey deck. Oh, we don't have to keep it themey? No. We can fuck around and just go, sure, let's just play good cards and smash face. I don't hate that idea. Maybe that's, that's where we'll end up doing. That's where I'm currently at with that. We're going to have to sit down and uh, parse through the cards that are available in this format because not vastly familiar with the shit that is going on no nor am i and i only heard about it right before we started recording yeah <laughs> yeah so you are about an hour and a half into knowing this yes and the I only thing that. i really know about guilds is the surveil mechanic is pretty good yes oh yeah that that mechanic is very very powerful arguably the best in that set uh just because um, I, it, it is it's very good if you had I the, like the flashback from a limited from a limited Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. The flashback mechanic in that limited format was pretty sweet, too. What's it called? I don't remember what the what the is it mechanic was called. Not retrace. Uh, no, it is. You discard a card and you can cast it. Yeah, you you yeah, you yeah discard a card and then you can cast a thing from your jumpstart. Jumpstart. There you go. It was jumpstart. We nailed it. Hell yeah. That card. I mean, that mechanic was sweet, at least in limited. But I don't know how pr- how practical that would be in the constructed format that we're going to be playing. Yeah. Um, not just because of Singleton. Although... It does give the really good jump start spells uh, more gumption. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. 
I think Surveil is also good in a singleton because you get to dig a little bit. Oh, that's very true. You can, it's it's almost like how, uh, yeah, you just like get to just take garbage off of the top of your library, put it in your graveyard, call it a day. Yep. I do like that. Maybe that's the direction we'll go. Yeah, we got some we got some shit we can do, and they kind of work well together. You can surveil them into your graveyard, then cast them from your graveyard. They do, yes. So we Bring have a lot of things to, to discuss with this. Yeah, that we do. Oh boy. Well, we're gonna be mulling over that for the, like the next week or so, and then we'll come back with exactly what uh, we decided to end up doing for this, because it is probably going to be a actual pile of. That's probably the best bet. Don't even worry about surveil if it has surveil. Hey, cool, this has surveil. Do that. Sure. Yeah, let's just, I mean, we should just throw everything against the wall, and if it sticks, it sticks. Yeah. That's prob- yeah, that seems correct. All right, well, I think that's all we got for our normal episode. The only thing we have left is uh, is our game. That we do, Sunshine. Now, do you remember who is playing to the, this week? Because I do not. It is me playing, I believe. Ooh, I think, no, you were 100% right, because last week was Thanksgiving, and you made me do the, the, the bird turkey, game. The birds, yep. Oh, jeez. God, that was the fucking worst thing ever. But so Matt is playing the game this week. Uh, and our game, if you're not familiar, is called Accumulated Knowledge. So every week we play a game where we go onto the Scryfall website and we hit the random card button and we produce a random card. The person asking asks the, the name of the card and the recipient of the name has to give the mana cost of the card. If they get it right, they get a point. And if they don't, then they have to wallow in their own sorrow. Um, Matt needs four out of five to win the game, and then he also only gets two hints because we redacted. Two we, hints, yeah. Yes, we redacted the three hints to only put in two. So, are you, Matt? Are you ready? I am ready. This is a pretty good one. I also think you might get it. It is perplexed. Pretty sure that's uh, blue black. Is it? No, it's no, blue that's Demir. Not is it? It's Demir. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is one uh, black blue. It, this is a, I'm pretty sure it has transmute and it counters unless they do something probably, I think discard, discard a card or all the cards. Ooh. It's, so I know what, the, what's the, the uh, cost is one, uh, one black blue. Okay, cool. That is, that is very correct. You're very close yeah. with the text of the card too. I know it transmutes and I know it counters a spell, but it's not a hard counter. Yeah. So Perplex is like Matt said, one blue, black for an instant speed spell. And it says counter target spell unless it's a controller discards his or her hand. Mm. I didn't know if it was like one card or all of them. I knew it was something like that. Yeah, it's there. So it's you discard their entire hand. And then it also, yes, it does have transmute for one, a blue and a black. So you discard the card and then you search your library for a card with the same converted mana cost. So you got that one pretty much spot on. Are you ready yeah, for I the like next that card? Because I used to play at yeah, first. You, I thought you it like was the, the transmute stuff. Yeah. Are you ready for the next one? I am ready. So it is Sky Shroud Vampire. Is this from uh, Tempest? It could be. Sounds like a fucking Tempest. A lot of things sound like Tempest cards, if we're going to be honest. Tempest is a fucking weird set. <laughs> I know it's black, obviously. What what part gave you that? The Sky Shroud of the Vampire? The Vampire part. Could be red. I know. I'm pretty sure it's four or five mana. Could be white, too. It's not. Vampires aren't white. No, I guess they are. I was Shit. They definitely are. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself, bud. I know it's four or five. Ooh. I know it is. Can I get a final answer? Let me go. I'm going to go five. Three. Three black black. Is that your final answer? I think so. Yes, so. You garbage fucking person. 
Is this from Tempest? It is three black black, and it is from Tempest. Yeah, I thought so. You are trash. I can't believe it. Um, yes. I know it's a flyer. Yeah, it turns out. Yes, the uh, Skytron Vampire is a three black black Hold vampire on, I'll flyer. I'll do one better. It's from the cycle where you discard a card and it gets a bonus. What is the bonus, though? I don't know. Well, first of all, you have to discard a creature card, so how dare you? I would have got that wrong. Yep. But yeah, you discard a creature card, and Skytrod Vampire gets a plus two, plus two until the end of turn. I used to have if a it tastes one drop of creatures. Elves' blood, if it tastes one drop of Elves' blood, I will cast it from the Shroud to see it burn. It's a badass. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good flavor text. Flavor text. Not bad at all. Are you ready for your next one, your third one? I am indeed. It's Copper Horn Scout. Uh, this is a green. Oh, this is uh, one green. It's whenever it attacks, everything has to block it. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I knew you were going to get this one, too, from Scars of Mirrodin. Yep, it is exactly that. One green, whenever Copper Horn, Copper Horn Scout attacks, untap each other creature you control. So you were off. Oh, no, I got, I got that part wrong. Yeah, there is but an it elf is a that one does one. that though. But you were right on the mana cost. Yeah, that one's easy. Well, um, these last two are uh, for all the marbles, I guess. So the next one, are you ready for the next one? I only have to get one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you miss this one, then the last one's. Oh, uh, uh, I got you. The the next one is impale. I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, oh fuck! Is this oh, shit? This is a like the only good removal spell in a set. Is it now? No, I think it's black, black or white. It's the vampires that set. Ooh, were you talking about white vampires? But you said there were actually. None. Yes, yes, that one. <laughs> white vampires don't exist. So I want to be cocky and just fucking guess. Ooh, I love that. Actually, I don't think me giving you the text would actually help this one at all. Pretty sure it's destroy a target creature. Oh, maybe my text would help you then. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm gonna need a final answer now. I know it's from the Ixalan block. I don't know what. I know it's, I'm pretty sure it's black because the, there's the blinding light or whatever one. Ho ho, he thinks he's slick, knowing Ixalan. I want to say this is two black black. Are you going to answer with that or are you going to? Um, I'm going to answer with that. Two black black. Final answer. Final answer. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Is it Ixalan or is it uh, the other one? It is from, it is from Rivals of Ixalan, yes. Rivals. So it is, yeah, two black black. Destroy target creature at sorcery. Yeah, I thought so. I wouldn't have guessed the sorcerer. Well, you fucking got it, bud. Um, do you want your last one? You're goddamn right. I want my last one. It is Charnel Horde Worm. Charnel Horde Worm. Charnel Horde Worm. He's a good one. Yeah, good luck with this one, bud. Pretty sure this is from uh the new commander set, isn't it? Um, it could be. Give me a hint. What hint would you like? Give me the text. So Charnel Horde Worm has trample, and it also says. Whenever Charnel Horde Worm deals damage to an opponent, you may return target card from your graveyard to your hand. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, this is a weird one. I don't know. Uh, four in a green. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yes. Cool. Because it is four and jund. Oh, Jesus Christ. It, it is a six, six. Yeah, this card's a beast. So it is four black, red, green with that same text. It is a creature worm and it is a six, six. That Damn. card is bonker it is from originally printed in conflux but i think it, it is from commander 2018 i've never seen that in conflux with how many times i've drafted conflux never saw it it is a rare so that's fair yeah i guess that helps yeah that, that does make it doesn't help we're not seeing it in draft well um i mean you totally blew it on yeah i fucked up on the last one you totally blew it on the worm but you did still win so that means you get the shout out for the week so my shout out for the week 
is actually someone who used to have their own podcast and it was apparently rather glorious and it is maddie from heavy meta uh you can find him on twitter at maddie studios and tyler you were telling me that they're doing some sort of comeback special holy shit yes fucking heavy meta so i mean honestly if it wasn't for heavy meta there probably wouldn't be a podcast called like like fetch and shock there probably wouldn't be a podcast like half the ones like that we associate with like oh i guarantee you if lands could kill would not exist with Corey if it wasn't for heavy meta i wish they wouldn't fucking exist <laughs> <laughs> just Asia kidding Corey. Corey. yeah just kidding love you buddy uh <laughs> but also fuck off yeah, like, they would not exist without Heavy Meta. Heavy Meta was like, the best podcast, uh, like, in the early the early to mid-2000s for Magic. And they just talked shit about everything constantly. And they had uh, another guy on there called Heavy Meta. And he was just obnoxious. Like, he was just obnoxiously drunk every episode. And it was Fucking great. Fucking degenerates. It was Who great. So, honestly, they are, they are doing a Christmas special. So go back and and or you go back and listen to old episodes or just wait and we're definitely going to be a, we're definitely going to retweet when they release the Christmas special. But they do a Christmas special every year where they get together with the original cast and uh, just do ignorant shit. So look forward to that because it's definitely going to happen. Yeah, that sounds super sweet. I plan on listening to that. Oh, I'm going to make you listen to old episodes too because there is a whole fucking myriad of bullshit. That is flawless. Sounds right up my alley. Yeah. So shout out to Heavy Meta. Shout out to Maddie Studios. Shout out to Kevy Metal. Shout out to TSG. All the people from that cast because they're all phenomenal. And I saw that they were going to be getting together to do a holiday episode. And I was immediately just like, yep. Okay. We're on board. Let's fucking I go. Am Let's do they should just have us on if they want it completely derailed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we're known for, going off on ridiculous tangents. Yeah, we have the capacity to throw things completely off kilter. That's what makes it fun. That's what we're all about, dude. Well, I mean, to throw things back on kilter, if 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 we were to be on Twitter and people wanted to find us, where do you think that they would find us? I don't know, I'm not on Twitter. Yes, you are. Your Twitter is at its bop. Oh yeah, that's right. Super simple. Oh, would have, but if people wanted to find me on Twitter, they would be able to find me at, at Basic Land Ben. And if you wanted to find the Fetch and Shock podcast on Twitter, you would be able to find it at Fetch underscore Shock. Seems like a good place to look. Yeah, if you were gonna Take find it. one place to get something, that would be the place to get the something. That's the place to fucking do it, I guess. There's another place too that I was thinking of. If you wanted to get something, and if that something was Magic cards. That place would be flipsidegaming.com. Yeah, that That's seems like a good place to go. Again, they'll save your life. They will. All you that have to they do is fucking go there will. and you won't get stabbed. You just go to fetch and or you just go to flipsidegaming.com and order your cards there, and then you don't have to go out into the world and risk getting stabbed. It's fucking shivved. And you also get ten percent off if you use code fetch at checkout. So we're saving you money. We're saving and your, your life. life. What more could you ask What for don't us? we do? That we do literally everything for everybody. Gotta we're basically the nicest people ever. Again, we're we are saints. Pretty fucking close. We will be uh, one other thing that I wanted to. Everyone fucking riot against PayPal. Fuck them. Use Venmo. <laughs> the the, the anti PayPal campaign has begun. <laughs> well, you dude, wanna... you don't have to use PayPal to buy cards from FlipsideGaming.com. So. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> so fuck PayPal. Uh, and I guess. That's it. <laughs> that, that's the message.
Well, dude, I will talk to you later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to do this again next week. Um, I will go try to dis- dismantle PayPal uh, brick by brick, and I will report back. Sounds good. I expect right, everyone dude. to stop using them. <laughs> Perfect. All right, peace out, nerds! Peace! Goodbye.